Hey y'all, it is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and this is Bougie University, where we talk about designing a life we love. We see the vision, we write the vision, we live the vision, and then we celebrate the reality. Let's get started. Hey y'all, it is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and we are back for another podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have an amazing guest that I will be interviewing, and they are doing some really dope things, not just here in Dallas, but all over the country. He's traveling around the, I don't know, the world. You might be traveling around the world. He's traveling around the world. Man, yeah, it seems like that. So, so I, I may be going out, out of the country soon. Uh, yeah. Stuff, so you never know. Right. Well, I'm speaking that into existence. So <laughs> that, that's going to happen. Okay, let's do that. So, yeah. well, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the people who you are. Hey, uh, so um, this is Jay Veal. Uh, I'm CEO of It's Not Complicated Tutoring, otherwise known as Inc. Tutoring, out here based in Dallas. Um, we are a... Uh, a tutoring company that is millennial based. Uh, we service students from five years old to doctorate level in all STEM subjects, test preps, English, reading, writing, and foreign languages. Uh, we are not a center-based model, which means that we do things a little differently um, to the students of today. We are a private prescriptive and holistic model of tutoring where uh, we uh, first get a chance to get to know in a deep relationship the parents and the students, and then we move over to a communication circle of influence between parents, teachers, counselors, students, and if they're in sports, uh, the coaches to un- have a great understanding of the educational scenario. Uh, we mentor the students and then provide back in support. Um, right now, we have a 95% success rate of our students earning uh, A's and B's in over 48 content areas company-wide. Um, and in terms of our team base, uh, we got 37 uh, consultants on our team, uh, three leads between uh, Dallas, Frisco, um, Austin, Washington, D.C., and upstate New York. So we are making a lot of great things happen for the students um, nationwide. Um, Modality-wise, though, uh, we do tutoring either at the client's home. Uh, we meet at a location of choice that is uh, partnered between both entities or we do online virtual tutoring, which is pretty hot with the high school students and middle school students. So for those that we don't have, uh, that we tutor that we don't have a physical presence, we do online tutoring. Um, a little bit more about my background though. So uh, I used to be in IT and tech, uh, worked at Microsoft for uh, three or four years and worked in Baylor, Health- Baylor Healthcare IT. Um, T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, and a bunch of other companies in the telecom and tech world. And then around 2008, I decided that it, that tech is great, but it's not exactly my passion. Um, I had been tutoring students, of course, just because I love the tutor. And I had been tutoring college algebra like since I was 10 years old. But what? I was in high school. I was a freshman at 12, um, and I graduated at 16, so I was fairly young. But when I got into the education space, um, I knew uh, once I got in, I was like, I don't know about this teaching thing. I'm good at tutoring. Let me try it out. So when I did it, I did my first year at 
um, Town View Science Engineering Magnet High School, which is where I graduated from, and ended up teaching a class called Fast Track Mathematics, which is teaching um, freshmen three years of pre-AP math in one year. Um, they ended up getting 100% committed on the state exam, so it did pretty well. And then after that, um, went to Cedar Hill ninth grade center, did algebra one, went to um, Peak Prep Charter School System, started an AP Calculus program there, was an instructional coach and a JV Varsity Girls Basketball Assistant Coach, and then went to Duncanville and did math models and algebra two. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, I had taught I had taught all the math basically known to man in high school in a short period of time. So <laughs> I was bored, right? So the next thing was to become an instructional coach, teaching teacher. So I did that for three years. And then from the campus level side, I became a district level administrator in um, STEM instructional coaching. So I did that for DeSoto District and then um, became an adjunct professor of mathematics at a university, Australia University for four years. And then rewinding the tape, uh, I started Ink Tutoring in 2013 as a part-time venture. Um, you know, it was me by myself at the time, knocking door to door, very grassroots, no VC money, um, no influx of, of cash coming in from anybody or no investor. I just kind of, you know, blood, sweat, you know, sweat equity. And then once things got, you know, once people got the word, ended up getting affiliated with Jack and Jill and then Jack and Jill, you know, um, felt the great results that we had and the word spread around the organization and then, you know, the Greek world and then just people started talking about the org. From that point forward, um, we ended up, you know, fast forward, we ended up winning nine awards um, and being featured 42 times in the media um, nationwide. Um, and now we're um, the top black owned tutoring company in the southern region of the U.S. and one of the top here in Collin County. Um, so we're just making something good things happen. You are, that's a lot. So <laughs> you yeah. my friend. Okay. So I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I teach English. And so you and the IT and all the math go way over my head. And I know that you are so much deeper than just math whiz, but that's something that's just like, <laughs> like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's really cool. And so a lot of people do struggle with that, those specific areas. How did you, yeah. like, so how do you, how did you reach students? So were the students that you were working with, were they open to help or were they kind of closed off? What were, if you, what was some kind of like, some of the challenges that you faced when you wanted to help people in the math fields? Um, so we have, so our, my initial push was to uh, help the underserved communities, um, people of color or students of color um, understand um, primarily STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics type of courses or content areas um, and develop some sort of way um, that was better for them to really relate and understand content. And so the way Ink Tutoring came about was we closed the gap that was not out there of, you know, a you know, African-American-owned tutoring company that was t- catered, catered to um, developing deep relationships with students and relating content to them in a way that they can understand and mentoring them and providing support all the way through their time period while they're with us and throughout school. So they felt like they had somebody that looked like them, um, that was tutoring them for one. And then two, um, being the fact that we had such a high level of success with our, uh, with our students earning high level grades um, in a short period of time, 
above the standard in the industry, they were able to really get where they needed to get to academically. And so um, it was really an initial push of starting out in underprivileged area. Mm-hmm. I started out basically, well, my first client was actually off of 635 in Hillcrest, which is kind of like a, it's kind of a middle kind of air, middle ground area of well-to-do slash, you know, you go, you know, a little bit further over and it's not well-to-do. So started my first client there and then migrated over to the South. So ink tutoring really built its roots and grounding in the Southern sector of Dallas. And then once we, um, once we got, um, more established in the South, we moved up to, um, the Northern sector and, uh, our biggest team right now is in the North followed by the South and then followed by central. So, um, it's just been one of those things where our intentions originally was to just specifically do, um, uh, people of color who are disadvantaged, but now we have everybody. Um, our, our, our team is diverse. Um, we have, all different types of ethnicities represented from African-American to Caucasian to Indian to, um, to Hispanic to everything you can pretty much think of. Uh, our team is represented so you can, a kid can come and identify themselves uh, with our organization. Um, not only that though, uh, with them doing test prep, they can also come to us for dance. Um, we have dance tutoring and we have, uh, you know, college career, uh, prep and readiness type of thing. So, I mean, literally when you come to ink, you don't have to go anywhere else. Uh, right. So that's how we kind of set it up to be. And that's kind of where we are now. And then, you know, from that point forward, um, I also develop another, you know, brand called the J Bill brand, which is education consulting and business consulting. So all this stuff kind of rolls into some similar pathways, but they're two separate entities um, in okay. itself. And that's kind of how we spread out. Okay, cool. So one thing I really like about your the ink tutoring is how you approach it more holistically. A lot Mm -hmm. of students are missing that mentorship portion, as well as when you stated earlier, you talk to coaches, you have parents, you have everyone invested and it becomes like a partnership, a team to support those students, which I think is definitely needed like okay so oh my gosh so I I didn't know all that extra stuff that you just gave me and that just makes me super excited um yeah sorry <laughs> no you're good <laughs> cool stuff I mean, cool stuff uh we involve a lot of stakeholders so that's important yeah, that's awesome that I like that philosophy that is an amazing philosophy. So you stated that you have another entity, the Jville brand. Can you tell us, I, you tapped into it a little bit, but can you give us a little more about that? Yeah, so um, in addition to what's kind of out there in the market when it comes to um, consulting and business, um, if you really look at the grand scheme of things, um, people are doing consulting, but they, they are consulting for fees but they don't really necessarily care about the bottom line person from a relationship perspective and so my uh slogan if you will or my tagline for the for that new brand is passion plus excellence um equals the jville brand so it's all about really caring for the individuals who we deal with when it comes to folks that come for business consulting or education consulting um really really digging deep and finding out what they need um, how they need it, and giving them resources as well to figure out um, how we can push them forward in their endeavors and what they want to do. 
um, from an educational perspective. We can cover content area instruction, technology integration, uh, curriculum development design, uh, classroom and discipline management, you know, learning disabilities instruction, pedagogy training, culturally responsive training, ELL, um, content area testing, that kind of thing for the educational side. And on the business side, you know, we really uh, tailor what we do to small businesses. So those that are just starting out, those that are kind of mid-level and those that are kind of wanting to take things to the next level from a um, investment perspective. It's all really about building relationships with these individuals and also providing resources. So one thing I noticed with um, people in general and even, you know, from a minority perspective is that we are not um, the best at sharing resources. We're kind of like crab in a barrel. We want to have our own and think that there's not enough to go around. But quite frankly, um, everybody, every, everybody has a different skill set. Everybody has a different passion. Everybody is just going to be different personality wise. So whatever you do in the same, in the same field is not going to be the same thing that I do. And so building this particular brand was really about sharing resources, um, building, uh, building a platform where we can really have a great relationship over time and we can push out on uh, resources and be able to help at the same time to get you where you need to be. Um, I'm really about uh, the community and um, making things happen. Um, I recently started uh, a Facebook group, um, which you possibly may or may not have seen, but a credit and financial literacy group. Okay. And so I started it um, you know, a few weeks ago and it grew to like 330 members pretty quickly because I just wanted to give advice about how people can get an 800 and up um, score on their credit and sustain that. Um, when I used to work for the credit agency and also for some banks, um, I learned a whole lot from that and also my parents. So for those that never had that background or backing, I just kind of, you know, I'm giving some, some free game on what they need to do. So, you know, along with some partners. So it's pretty cool on how that kind of took shape form. But the main premise, like I said, on the JVL brand is just, um, really providing a service that uh, we can get to know you, we can build a relationship and provide you um, success measures to build your businesses uh, from an education or, or a business side. So That's so awesome that you're doing quite a lot and I love it. Um, oh, and we provide speaking engagements as well. Sorry, okay. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Do speaking engagements too. Um, I decided I wanted to do the speaking the speaking thing now um, because I've had a lot of a lot of requests to speak. Um, recently did a TEDx talk on education. What? Uh, about to fly out to a couple other places and just discuss a lot about education. Um, I, I do different keynotes as well when it comes to uh, different topic different topics on you know failure, confidence, um, discovering your purpose, passions networking, you know, how to network, college and career readiness, and, you know, discovering fears and ambitions. So I just, you know, I'm very diverse when it comes to um, what platform to speak on. I'm not necessarily siloed. It just so happens that I've been able to, I've been through a lot of stuff and <laughs> I can talk about a lot of pathways because I, I've been able to be in a different lot of fields. So it's pretty interesting. That is interesting. I love it. And so with the JVL brand, is that the same, do you still have the same 37 people or do you have, how does that setup work? Um, right now, honestly, it's a single entity, right? So right now it's just me. 
kind of branching that out. Um, I am looking for other partners to collab on when it comes to um, folks needing different types of skills skills in the education consulting side. I do have people I can reach out to and say, hey, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Um, let's go ahead and get it done. And they're able to work, you know, we can, you know, figure those things out when it comes to contracts and things like that. But um, from an overall brand perspective, it's just me. But right now, building partnerships with other entities that can assist uh, when it comes to pushing out um, solutions for people. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay, you have all these amazing things that are happening, right? And so in the future, in the, like in the next five years, what do you, where do you see yourself? Um, so next five years is going to be more so about, um, building out the J well, actually a couple things really. So I think really understanding where I'm going with the brand of ink tutoring mm -hmm. is more so about branching out to different markets, right? We've heard from, um, different metro areas like Atlanta, Chicago, and, um, uh, you know, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, D.C. expansion, New York, that there's not a tutoring company out there that is doing what we're doing specifically and having the success that we've been having. So um, one major thing in the next five years is to branch out and put physical people, at least five to ten consultants in those respective metro cities. Mm -hmm. um, build pipelines right now um after i came back from forbes this past weekend um i met quite a few people that are in atlanta and dc that would possibly be able to help me build a pipeline of students from clark atlanta university um morehouse spelman that can actually tutor while they're going to school and they can build and generate income mm -hmm. and also at howard university in dc we wanted to build pathways and pipelines of students that can come from those entities and be able to tutor and impact the world and the next generation while they're able to make money. And, you know, if they have student loans, which I was blessed to not even have. So oh those gosh. of them though, I, I feel you. And uh, we provide <laughs> tutoring for that way you can pay those loans off if you do have them. But, um, you know, we're a full, we're, you know, be able, able to impact the economy um, by those people by giving them jobs, right? So. Okay. We'd like to have that happen in the next five years. In addition to that, uh, I want to build a learning management system with artificial intelligence and machine learning infused in it that has different types of things that need to be done to impact education in a better way. So I'm looking for, um, you know, investment investors or, you know, VCs who are able to provide, you know, possibly a series A type of funding scenario where we can build ed tech and possibly, I could spin ink off into being an ed tech company yeah. um, while having a, a human capital business. I can have an ed tech business on the side that possibly may roll into a general ed tech company later on down the line. Um, I don't know if I want to actually sell my company and do an exit. Um, I love my company too much, so I don't know, but people keep asking me every month um, cause they've been following what we're, what we've been doing. When we're going public, yeah. <laughs> one of these days we'll go public and be on the stock exchange so people can buy stock. But um, that's a a, 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 a a goal to have okay. um, and eventually be on the cover of Forbes one day. So we'll see. Whoop, whoop. 
I can't wait to see it. I want to sign copy. Yeah. So you, um, so one thing I wanted to talk about is that you stated that you wish you would have started your company 10 or 15 years ago and that you, some advice you would give someone would to be, to find your passion as early as you can. What kind of like tips do you have on people finding their passion at an early age or even just now? Um, so, yeah. So one thing I, I really, um, I really kind of, um, I guess think back upon now is I wish that I would have started ink when I was like, you know, a high schooler or uh, while I was in early college, mm-hmm. um, will be even so much more profitable and, and just doing a lot more things and making more impacts. But um, I think one word of advice for that end is to one, um, find out what you really love to do while you're in high school. And also, you know, when you graduate high school and go into college, really take that time to figure out who you are and have self-awareness, right? A lot of people don't have um, self-awareness and they are just going, you know, through life trying to figure it out. But rather than you actually figuring it out over time, what you should be doing is saying, hey, what am I currently doing right now in my life? Where is it that I want to go? And how am I going to, how am I going to get there? And what resources do I need? in order for me to achieve the level of greatness that I want to achieve, you know, in my time here on earth. Um, it took me 10 years to find out what my passion was. I knew I loved something and I knew I loved education at some point as well, but God was like, uh, my whole goal at the time was I wanted to be a CIO of a fortune 100 company. And clearly that was not God's plan. Uh, I thought that was the plan, but he knocked me on my shoulder and was like, bruh, I'm going to need you. <laughs> and I was like, for what? And he was like, because that's what I told you to do. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to try it and see what happens. So I did that and I haven't looked back. And, you know, I've been successful in that niche, that niche of field. And um, that's just one big thing. Really find out who you are, build self-awareness, and then reverse engineer your mindset on, um, you know, really – going backwards to say, okay, well, instead of me thinking about how I'm going to start, really think about the end goal first. And then I can reverse engineer my pathway back to figure out the breadcrumbs I need that will lead me to success um, to get to the platform that I want to get to. Um, I can say another thing is if, you know, these these young people are going to build businesses, really think about two things, which is not under, not necessarily learn um who to hire or when to hire but learn to fire fast um i don't think that anybody really gets hiring right um you can hire anybody and think they're great for your team and then next thing you know they're not as great as you thought they were going to be so you have to let them go so it's one of those things where they have to be on the same bus on the same going the same direction um, you guys have to be riding together, you know, and understand the same visions and missions. And if they don't, then you have to make a change. It's like if you're trying to find a co-founder, you got to have somebody on the same page as you in order for your business to become somewhat successful. Um, building re- great revenue models. This is another way uh, for, need, for uh, good advice for people to be successful because what, what may work for a little bit of time when you reevaluate financials and 
uh, where you're where you're spending money and how you're building budgets and things like that may need you may need to pivot and go a different direction with that. Um, that's something that we had to do recently that I can that I consider to me to be a failure. Um, not necessarily a bad, totally bad failure, but um, failure enough to realize that I need to change my direction in the revenue. So yeah. um, build my profit margin a little bit differently than it was. So um, it's just really finding passions, understanding um, how to build businesses, understanding what you're really good at. And if you're not, if you're not going to become an entrepreneur, then understanding how you're going to navigate the corporate world, um, you know, how to interview, how do you build LinkedIn? How do you um, have a great financial literacy scenario? So that way when you get out there and you have to have credit, um, how to build that up. So it's just really different things um, depending on where you're trying to go. Awesome. Oh yeah. So I can tell you're an educator cause you said, you know, start with the end goal in mind and then, you know, go from there. And that's something that I actually do a lot with my blog and then the bougie university, um, workshops that I have as well. So man, that's really cool. um, you talk, sorry, I won't take up much more of your time, but you, you talked about, you know, building your team and finding people who believe in your dream and vision. How hard, I know you said it's the better, the best thing to do is fire people, but in the, the initial, you know, hiring phase and getting people to be on one accord, I know a lot of people are scared to like share their vision or find people that really will support it. Um, how, what, how did you do that? How do you do um, that? So I think, so building a team um, is tough. We get that question all the time um, from other CEOs and other people that are in business and they're like, yo, y'all, we've seen y'all through social media. Y'all been growing y'all team quick. How do y'all do that? And so um, we have a very, we developed over time um, an interview process to where we have certain set of questions that we use um, to bring on, to really kind of filter out who we think that we may not want on the team. And once we get done with doing that, um, the leads that I have on my team, they go and interview the candidates and they're signed off at the end of the day by either me or our chief communications officer. And so um, I, we have gotten to a point now where I pretty much trust their judgment on who they're bringing in. And a lot of them have worked out for the most part. I say 80% plus have worked out in our favorites where we're able to keep them on the team and they're, they're able to do what we need them to do. So um, it's really filtering out through questionnaires and interviews and then finding out they have the personality to really fit with the team, mm -hmm. right? Do they fit with the leads? Do they fit with the other consultants on the team? Do they understand that to be in our, in our company, you have to have an entrepreneurial mindset? Do you understand that, you know, you have to follow directions? Do you understand you have to build deep relationships? Like all those things come into play when you're tutoring. So, um, those competencies that we look for in individuals on our team are things that we can kind of vet people out by um, when we're looking for other people um, to come aboard. So I, I think it's it takes time to build the perfect team. Mm -hmm. uh, right 
now I can say that we probably have a dream team because um, when you have a primarily minority team and you're, it's so it's mixed, right? It's everybody from different ethnicities, but to have a millennial, a mostly millennial team of over 90% are 36 and younger and have over 90 degrees that are intellectual capacity is at a high level. And um, you have a scenario where we also have a high school team that is comprised of Frisco and Plano students and they're high performers with 34 and 36s on the ACT, perfect schools on the SAT and top, you know, 5% of their class. So we intentionally target bringing people on at um, those particular capacities that can handle what we need at a high level. So it takes time. Um, But again, you know, you can always intend to hire great people and maybe you find out two months later something happens. You just got to learn how to fire quick. Right. Definitely. That's so good. Okay, cool. Um, Is there anything, so any other tips that you would give an aspiring entrepreneur or, or a young person? Um, aspiring entrepreneur, I would say understand how to network um really understand how to network go out there to different events speak with different people understand that when you're networking with individuals you're not there necessarily for the selfish part of you but you're there to to give um information to other people and see how you can be of assistance to other individuals you guys can then exchange information and make things happen but the goal has to be that you're looking for a way to help somebody out. So networking is one. Being on LinkedIn is, is another one. Um, Facebook is cool, but I don't think everybody understands the power of LinkedIn. Um, from, a, uh, from a marketing yourself perspective to a recruiting perspective to potential job perspective to just having a strong profile for people to want to connect with you. And now more people are doing video on LinkedIn. So it just depends on... Uh, which platform you're on and how you're navigating through algorithms to build more awareness about you and your brand. Um, Really take time to understand stuff like that. Um, I would say a couple books that would be beneficial for people to know are um, Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss Mm -hmm. and uh, Crushing It by Gary Vee. Two of those books are are great books for entrepreneurs who... (laughs) Um, are looking to do uh, to make some moves and do some great things there's a lot of nuggets there um and i would also say too another tip uh, from an entrepreneur perspective like i said um is to really understand what it means to be an entrepreneur like right now it's like the hot thing to do right it's like yo i want to be an entrepreneur i mean i want to own my own company i want to own my own business but there's so many fake entrepreneurs out here it's, it doesn't make any sense, right? So can they really hack it, right? Can they really weather the storm when stuff goes bad? Can they really lead a big team and not, you know, not, you know, people don't see you sweat? Like, can they really um, be up all night, 24-7, like six days a week with no rest, no, no vacation, <laughs> no nothing? Like, are you really an entrepreneur? So it's just 
really weeding out those individuals who think and say they're entrepreneurs, but they're not really. Yeah. And you have to really know yourself to see if you can hack being a real entrepreneur um, out there in this world. It's possible. Yeah. Um, but you just have to be careful on, um, on just what you're doing and just really make sure you're doing things for the benefit of, have a benefit, have an a end goal um, that you're trying to achieve for the community and for some sort of impact, whether it's social impact, whether it's, you know, uh, a product or a certain type of service you're doing, just make sure it's impactful and that you know, you know, how to get it to market and how to spread the word and make things happen. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much most of the things that I can kind of say. I love it. I do. That's so good. That's good. So a lot of the questions that I was asking is, you know, I'm being a little selfish and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to use that for my business. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate your conversation. And I know lots of people who listen to this podcast are people who are entrepreneurs or, you know, want to be entrepreneurs. So all those nuggets are very helpful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, well, t- can you tell the people where they can find you and, you know, if they want their children to get tutoring, can they do that? If, you know, give us yeah. what they need to hear. Yeah, for sure. So, um, those y'all that want to connect um, out there on media, um, you can reach out to me on Facebook at It's Not Complicated Tutoring or, um, on Instagram or Twitter at Inc. Tutoring. I N is in November, C is in Cat um, Tutoring, or on IG or Twitter under at the JVL brand. Um, also on LinkedIn as JVL. You can find me there. Um, and, you know, if website www.inktutoring.com, the www.thejvillebrand.com, and one little sneak peek. not talk about you know i'm not gonna go into too much detail but i am releasing um and co-founding a lifestyle beauty brand with a partner of mine that launches towards the end of this month Um, i'll be at inkbeauty.co so you'll be able to find us there as well so please stay tuned to some more interesting things are going to come from uh my side of the story that is so exciting. Oh my gosh. And I will definitely link all your links in the description as well, just in case you guys didn't, didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my gosh, thank you so much for taking time. I know you are a very busy man out there. Um, I do appreciate you taking the time and, you know, talking with me for this podcast and all of that. Oh, well, I appreciate the time you took to uh, the interview and glad to uh, be here and provide some, some sort of benefit you know, and some value. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. Well, have a good night. Are you someone who is living their dopest life out here, making change for self and others? Are you doing things to shift 
where you are going in life, where it is positive and you are helping other people as well. Well, we need you on this podcast, y'all. We need you to get on here and share and shine your light for all to see. We don't want to just help ourselves, right? We want to help the world. That's that's my idea. And I hope that you want to do some big things as well in the world. So if you are interested in being a part of this podcast here at Bougie University, you need to email us. Get on my calendar and let's do this. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and email me, info, I-N-F-O, at bougieblackblogger.com, and I'll send you my calendar, and we can make this thing happen. Peace out, y'all.